you guys need to decide when you're ready to take on the challenge because I think you might need a bit more than four weeks as Ashley mentioned there but let's get it done beforehand I love your confidence but you haven't got a hope OTB AM live weekday mornings from 7.30 on the OTB Sports app OTB AM The Sports Breakfast Show from Off The Ball Malachi O'Rourke good morning to you how are you? Morning Jair morning to you Morning Malachi things. Why can't, why can't you push up on a kick out all the time? <laughs> uh, well, you can. If you, if, you, if you go that way, you can push up on it. Uh, there's obviously risks with that as well. And that I suppose the, the biggest problem is the, the teams are sometimes uh, a wee bit unwilling to do that because somebody with a long kick out can bypass so many players. And particularly now, a lot of teams are, are flooding a lot of players into the defensive zone for kick outs. So if you push everybody up, if you go man-to-man on that, for example, you could be pushing maybe 12 players up there. If the ball is kicked right across that that uh, that all those players, you're leaving yourself very open at the back. You're leaving yourself completely exposed. Uh, and that's probably the biggest reason. And it, it, is, it, it is a very difficult thing to, to actually get that right, to get pushed up all the time. And it takes a lot of practice, believe it or not, just to, to get those, those things fine-tuned because... If you have one or two fellas who aren't completely in sync, um, you know the the goalkeeping get away anyway. So it's 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 not just as easy probably as just saying push up on every kick out. And so when we're seeing matches like the two at the weekend, where it feels like there's a particular moment when Dublin and Kerry both decide that this is going to be we're going to be very aggressive on the opposition kick out. How does that happen? Is that like an in-game decision? Is it pre-planned? Last ten minutes, we're going to do this. What what's behind that? One of the one of the big things there was when they 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 are awarded free kick. When when the team is awarded free kick, it gives players time to get organised and to get into the the shape they want because the free kick the free kick has to be taken. Then there's a a, a lapse in time as was when it when it's scored by the time the goalkeeper gets the ball set up and so on and so you can have your your players in position in in open play if the ball goes wide obviously you know the the keeper can get the ball straight away on the tee and and away before people are set up so sometimes if you if you push too hard in that case you're sort of wasting energy you're getting up on the, and the ball is going to get away to a free man anyway so it's just picking your times and, and I suppose then there are at times teams will decide on, at a particular stage in the game to to put on an aggressive press and, and, and I suppose take a chance in a way So that's the parallel between the two games at the weekend where there's the Stephen O'Brien free that uh, Kerry kick and take a period of time over that Sean O'Shea takes his time kicks it over the bar and then uh, everybody pushes forward for Kerry it's the Mannion free the day before against Monaghan uh, Dublin press after that and that's the turning of both those games where there's two or three scores in a couple of minutes that puts the daylight between the two winners yeah yeah and that, that I suppose it, it gave them at that stage of the game it, it, it gave them that chance to, to set up like that I suppose there's something to do with teams getting a wee bit uh, tired at that stage, a wee bit of mental fatigue, I suppose, sets in and things like that there. So it's a combination of things, but there's no doubt it's that it's it's the, the time that the free kick gives you time to set up and get your structure in place to make it really difficult then for the for the opposition to to get the kick away or, or, or players to get into space to get a get a, a short one away. 
So that's, that's probably the biggest factor in that. And is there a decision made on the pitch that we're going to do it at this particular time or is it predetermined in your experience? Generally, if there is a free kick, we're going to push on the back of that free kick irrespective of what period of the game that happens. No, not not again, not really. Um, it, it, it depends on a number of things. It depends as much what the score is at a particular time. If you need to push up, if you need to be aggressive to try and get a score or two, if the game is 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 evenly poised, if you're five or six points ahead, there, there's there's no need to do that. You know, you 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 can sort of um, be more aware of of keeping you the structure nice and 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 tight if they do get the ball and and. Uh, so there, there, there's a number of variations come into that, and um, but but at, at times as well, it will be just up to the players. You know, I did. I, it was very noticeable towards the end of the the Monon Dublin game that it was, it was uh, sort of in, in line with where Brian Fenton, James McCarthy, Kieran Kilkenny, and those boys were taking responsibility themselves for for actually where they were positioning themselves. So that was it was obviously very good sort of in game management by those experienced players. Uh, dictated a lot of what was going on towards the end. I felt. Could Monon have done anything differently in that last five ten period, Malachi? Do you think? Um, I suppose the one thing that stood out for me again, and it, it, I suppose it partly do it with Monon, but more so with Dublin. And how many times over the last number of years have we seen Dublin? Um, in that last ten minute period, just their game management, their decision making, everything else is so good. I think in that last period, last quarter possibly, I think Dublin got maybe 11 shots away. Monon maybe got three. You know, so Dublin had an awful lot of possession of the ball, but as well as that, just the leadership they have there, the amount of times those players have been in that position before, and that that is really, really crucial. You know, they're able to stay calm, and I suppose that, that's what often happens when, when the teams see the finish line. It's more so um, maybe teams going out of what they're normally doing, whereas Dublin can stay in. Dublin's, as I said, their decision-making, their composure and everything else. The, 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 if anything, they just go up a level. And I thought they really controlled the game well in, in that period. And they, they're, again, their their shooting efficiency was very good. I think they, something will maybe did they get six out of eight from play or something like that. I mean, Mullins wasn't bad either. I think Mullin, but but again, Mullin had had a lot less of the ball and had only maybe two shots or something like that from play. So now again, could Mullin have, have kept the ball better? Could they have worked something better for for kickouts? I suppose that's the that's the areas that they'll be looking at and they'll be sort of feeling that they could have done better than that. Also, and I heard Vinny uh, reference it after the game, they actually, when they had the ball, they turned it over a lot and it, it gave Dublin that oxygen, whereas Dublin didn't really do that. Dublin were, were very efficient in that last last 10-minute period. Conor McManus was obviously brilliant um, and like the hope, I guess, for Monon supporters is that he stays on for at least another year. But um, Anthony Moyles was making the point yesterday that he would have held off from McManus until... I guess the 40-45 minute mark when, when when he's been kind of taken off the bench for a lot of games this season would you go along with that I guess it's hard, it's hard in hindsight to say it but would you have started McManus I guess uh, that's a, it is a tricky one in that he did so well coming on in the other games and uh, I'm sad that I can, I can see why he was playing so well and I suppose it was a case that the, the most important thing I suppose was that the boys were still in the game at half time? That the, the the game was very much alive. 
Um, and I, I, I presume they just felt that that he was going well. That you know, the the wanted they felt that the, he he had that threat in the full forward line that would cause Dublin problems, and that he would enable them to be in a good position at half time, in a good position with 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 fifty minutes left, and that certainly worked. You know, so I, I don't think it was, and he finished the game very strong as well. You know, so. Um, I, I I can see why they did it, and I don't see that it 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 cost them the game or anything like that. You know, it it it, uh, it worked fairly well, and it, it was noticeable that that uh, you know the 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 starting number of more experienced players, and it it certainly did give them a good foothold in the game. Yeah, three point lead at half time and still in the game, sixty eight minutes. I think it's hard to second guess any of the decision making in in terms of the selection because it, it certainly seems to have worked. Um. It, it just in, in terms of the the trends of the games that we're seeing at the moment, because we're at the very end of the season now. There's only one significant game left for us to look back on. Um, did we see an evolution, like even in Derry being so attacking and uh, Monaghan in that first half trying to taking the game to Dublin? Maybe could have even taken it a bit more with the amount of possession they had. Is there a, a slight swing back of the pendulum, however slightly, towards a more direct attacking style? Yeah, possibly is, and I suppose that was very evident at the weekend. But again, I think that it's possibly as well that the teams maybe do feel that when you go to Crow Park, you have to be more expansive. That 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 a uh, sort of deep defending game and hoping to beat teams by frustrating them and then attacking sporadically, I suppose, but efficiently. Um, I I don't think that's going to work. I think. You know, there will usually the games in Crook Park will usually be won by team scoring one eighteen, two eighteen. You know that, and I think you have to give yourself the chance to to be able to do that, and and you can only do that by keeping forwards up the field by attacking, you know, with 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 good efficiency and that sort of thing. So I think that is possibly part of that as well. I think the goalkeepers as well. You know, it was it was interesting. You know, with with Mon in the first half and 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 Derry as well. Um, the the thing about the goalkeeper coming out with Rory coming out in the first half for Monin, it means that particularly the way Cluxon plays, Cluxon stays in his lane. He doesn't really come out, so it meant that every time Monin attacked in the first half, they had next to man. You know, so they had fifteen attacking fourteen all that. And then you, you know, rather than Dublin couldn't go man to man out the field, and it meant then that if if a player was running into trouble, all they had to do was knock the ball back to Rory, who was the who was the outlet. And then they were able to keep possession. So it is it's it's a harder thing for a team to defend against. And then Monin kept the ball well, didn't didn't rush rush things, didn't didn't sort of uh, go into crowded areas, and then the runners were coming from deep, and that's that's where they created a couple of goal chances from and things like that. So I thought I thought Monin uh, kept the ball well and, and and worked their scores. And I think that is, you know, you saw with, with Derry the next day as well, that Lynch was on so much ball. And again, a lot of the times he's not been marked, obviously, because there's no no direct marker for him. And it, it gave him the, the time and space to get into into areas and then lay the ball off. He had a couple of uh, chances himself. And so but that certainly is making a big difference. So we, we, we live in a copycat world. Can we expect this now to become a thing? Well, I suppose, I suppose the, the champions often often uh, define the next trend in the game. And I suppose if Dublin win and 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 Cluxton isn't coming out, he doesn't stay much further than I suppose you know twenty thirty meters out from goal. 
again, it'll it'll go back to we'll look at the goalkeeper coming out like that isn't needed, but certainly you can see the benefits of it. Um, you know, the the the, the both Derry, like even even the 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 goal that Derry got at the start. If you actually watch that move back, Orn Lynch came up that that wing. There's actually two Derry players being man marked, if you like. One of them left McKinless and went to Orn Lynch. Orn Lynch was then able to pop the ball off to McKinless, who then had a had a sort of a free run in, in on the goals. He he popped it off to Brett Rogers on a supporter run. He took the initial shot and then McKinless put in. But it just showed you in a very small way, it just showed you how that extra man coming out, the goalkeeper, can actually work and can disrupt defences. And I suppose the, the way te- a lot of teams are setting up with so many players back, that's what you're looking to do. You're looking to get wee areas where you can get mismatches or overloads and things like that. And that that's, gives you the wee bit of space to operate in. It doesn't sound like you think there should be uh, radical changes to the rules to save the game, which apparently is dying, even though we've just witnessed two amazing semifinals. Yeah, well, I suppose all I'm saying, I, I'm just looking at, at what I can actually see happening and I can see the, the benefits of it. Whether it's actually helping the game as a spectacle, that's that's a completely different matter. And, you know, it it, it, it probably is. It, it it means, for example, what I was saying there, it means that in other times, likes of Dublin could press up and really put pressure on that middle third. And then they got, the, you know, they, they got, were able to break away and get scores and it, it left. Whereas now they're very conscious of that as well. They're very conscious that if the if they push up really aggressively, you know, at, at times out there, the ball will be slipped and, and somebody will be away. So so they have to be really careful. Uh, whether it's actually, as I say, improving the game as a spectacle, that, that's hard to know. Certainly throughout the year, you know, there's a lot of games, there's a, a lot of ball being, being, being just, the possession was being kept and, and teams were right back and it was an awful lot of probing before anything really happened. And so look at it, it, it the thing about changing the rules the 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 people who are over teams are always looking, obviously, to see well how do we get round this? What's the best way? If they're not they're not necessarily when you're in that environment, you're not necessarily looking to to, to make the game as attractive as as you can. You're more trying to be effective as a coach and trying to think right. How do we uh, work things to our own benefit here? You know, so no, I I I would agree that I, I do think that if if you want to make the game more attractive. Certainly, you know, there has to be maybe a couple of tweaks, all right. Okay, that was brilliant. Thanks, William, for joining us. Cheers. No problem at all, boys. OTB AM. The Sports Breakfast Show from Off the Ball.